0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MTC Movement podcast, also known as the More Than Conquerors Movement. We hope you enjoy today's message and that it encourages you to be more than a conqueror. What's up, everyone? My name is Sarah Harris, and thank you so much again for tuning in today. If this is your first time listening from the MTC Movement, we want to say welcome. And If you haven't yet, this is your chance to now subscribe to this podcast because once every other Saturday, we're going to be putting up a new episode on how to live the more than conqueror lifestyle, how to live a victorious life every day, no matter what we're going through. Today's episode for the MTC Movement podcast, we're going to be talking about how being more than a conqueror is to mend what's broken. Now, I'm sure we've all have seen or experienced something broken in our lives, like um, a broken figurine, maybe a broken toy, um, a ripped picture, you know, something along the lines of that. Now, as for me, my experience is a broken bone. And I don't know how many of you have experienced a broken bone, but I can tell you that it's definitely not fun. See, when I was in high school, I would always go over to my friend's house before we would go over to church for Wednesday night service. And my friend and I were the type of friends that would like to horseplay, as my mom called it. And um, we were in the middle of a wrestling match when I was able to get out of her grip and I ran upstairs to her room. And so my friend at this point was just like, you know what? I'm not running all the way upstairs. I quit. And she just resumed watching TV. So I was coming back down to join her when I turned the corner at the bottom of the stairs and all of a sudden I tripped over a shoe and I felt a pop and I heard a snap. The next thing I know, I'm on the floor in pain. And my first thought was that it all came from my knee because I actually had dislocated my knee a few years prior. And so my friend and her parents, they helped me up, they gave me ice, ibuprofen, all of that, right? And just after a few hours, my knee was fine. It didn't hurt, it wasn't inflamed anymore, but my foot for some reason was still in pain. Now, a sensible person would have probably taken their shoe off just to see what was going on, especially with all the pain that I was feeling. I, however, refused to do it only because at that time, you know, Converse shoes were very popular and that was what was on my feet. And and in my experience, it takes so much work getting those shoes on more than off. So not thinking anything about it, we go to youth service and I tried to treat the service as normal as I could. But there was still so much pain, you know? And in the end, I, was, I just limped instead of walked with my friends. And when performing on the worship team that night, I hopped on one foot just to release the pain. And so of course, when service ended, my sister and I just went straight home. And when I finally take off my shoe, my ankle is the size of a softball. And so now my sister and I, were trying to get everything to make the swelling go down because knowing my mom, once she saw it, we would definitely go to the hospital and I'm not a fan of hospitals. So we're doing everything we can, it's not going down. My mom comes home, she sees my foot, and unfortunately, we go to the hospital we sit there for three hours in the ER waiting for x ray results, and we come to find out my ankle was officially broken and that it had to go in a cast for the next six weeks with a boot on it, another at least two weeks later. So, not only was my foot broken at this point, honestly, my spirit was broken as well. You know, I felt weak, I felt defenseless, I felt vulnerable and defeated. And so, whether it's physical, emotional, financial, or even spiritual, we all have those moments and seasons where we're gonna face brokenness, where we're gonna feel as though our most vulnerable and feel defeated. See, brokenness is defined as being in the state of disarray or disorder, it's something that is made weak or too infirm. It can come from disappointments we have, it can come from tragedies we try to forget. It can come from even circumstances that we're in the middle of right now. Brokenness can come for all different types of reasons. But to live in the more than conqueror lifestyle is to not live in that brokenness. See, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be broken. What's not okay is when we live in that brokenness, when we let that brokenness define our lives. See, We can rise above it because of God's love and for who he is. We can take the necessary steps to let God mend what is broken. See, that's what this message is about today is that for us to mend what's broken, we have to let God take over. While we can do everything to mend it ourselves, it's God who's going to be the most beneficial and it's going to be vital that we have him be in our lives and be the one that mends What's broken within our hearts. So whether it's a broken bone, a broken spirit, or a broken heart, God can and will mend it. Does that mean we'll ever be the same again? Honestly, speaking from life, it doesn't. You know, growing up, I used to think that if I just overcome this or get over or get over that, that things would go back to normal. And With life, I had a huge wake-up call that there are some experiences in our life to where we will never be the same, but God can still mend. Have you guys ever had a broken toy or something that could be repaired? See, there was this one time I accidentally broke my husband's refrigerator magnet that a friend gave him, and of course I went to fixing it right away. And let me just say, Gorilla Glue has seriously been one of my favorite inventions. I was able to fix and restore the magnet, even though it didn't look the same. There were definitely some cracks, but it still could be used. With every broken bone comes mending. And with every open wound comes healing. And if we let the healer of all healers take control, we can let the ultimate mender come in and fix the broken pieces. So the first thing we need to do to mend what's broken is to rest In God. So after breaking my foot, it had to be stuck in a cast for six weeks. And with that, there was a lot of resting involved. I had to keep my foot consistently elevated where there was no pressure on it whatsoever because, of course, putting extreme pressure on anything that's broken will only make it worse. Elevation was important because it actually helped my ankle and reduced the swelling. Therefore, I was experiencing relief while recovering. The cast, while annoying at times, was beneficial because the cast was doing what it was supposed to do. It was protecting my bone from anything on the outside that could cause it harm. The cast was protecting my ankle so it had the chance to mend properly. We not only need to let things mend within our lives, but we need to let them mend properly. And God is like that cast. He's providing the framework for us in our lives. He's protecting what has been broken while it mends within his love. And when we are hurt, when we're broken, when we're in pain, God wants to come in and cover us, not just in his love, but in his peace, in his mercy, in his grace and healing. He wants to mend that brokenness. He wants to heal what's been hurt. But for that to be successful, we have to be able to rest in him. Rest is defined as an instance or period of relaxing or ceasing to engage in strenuous or stressful activity. It means to be at peace or ease or refreshment. We live in a world today that is so surrounded by busyness that just goes and goes and goes. And it's vital that we have rest, especially in our brokenness because. We try to keep ourselves busy when we're broken, but it doesn't deal with the situation. By resting in God, we're able to deal with what we're going through. We cannot experience true restoration without first resting in God. To have rest in God is to soak in the peace of God and to trust in him to restore what has been broken. In the resting stage, it means to know that God has everything in his hands and we don't have to be weighed down by our burdens. We don't have to add pressure to our brokenness, trying to figure it out all on our own. And we can't put all that weight on the things that we're going through. It's just going to add on and add on until it may even re-break and cause more damage. Part of having rest is giving it to God and he will be the one to carry our burdens. I encourage you today, let God lift the weight off. Surrender it to him. Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30 says, Come to me all who labor and are heavy burden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When Jesus is talking about a yoke here, It's not an egg yoke, trust me. (laughs) A yoke in that time, it's known as a curved piece of wood, a frame that can be placed on one or two animals, especially oxen. It was for them to be able to pull heavy loads, to carry those loads with ease. It was made to fit their neck and shoulders to prevent pain, and even in the ancient culture, the word yoke was a term that was used to describe as submission. See to find rest in God is to submit to him, to surrender. God wants, as I mentioned earlier, to carry all our burdens. He wants to bring us relief from the heaviness, but we have to be willing to give it to him. You know, for, for some of us, it's easier to live in the brokenness, it seems. It's easier to hold on to it, to really let it go. But that just doesn't make any sense. We have to be humble enough to say, God, I can't do this alone. I need you to take this from me. I need you to provide the peace that I need. Because by God providing his son, Jesus, we're able to give those burdens to him and we're able to find rest in him. God's rest is a state of depending on and responding to him rather than relying on our own abilities and efforts. It involves being still. Psalm forty-six ten says, Be still. And know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Hebrew word for still in that text can also be translated to enough. To let go. To quit holding on. To quit holding on to the pain and the brokenness that's weighing us down spiritually. Through God's love and his word, we see through the individual lives of people in the Bible and maybe with people in our own lives, enough evidence of God's presence and power at work for his people therefore we can be still and rest in him knowing and believing that he has everything under control even if it seems like it at times god will never let us down yes we will experience letdowns but that's due to the world and due to the sin in the world but god will never The second way to let God help mend what's broken is to learn new ways. See, in my experience with my broken foot, there was another stage of mending that was important, but it sometimes was really frustrating. So in the physical aspect, going back to my foot, when I had the cast on, I actually had to learn how to do a lot of things differently. I had to learn how um, to sleep through the night, I had to learn how to uh, eat a different way with my foot being elevated. I had to learn how to use crutches, all of that. And I had to learn, honestly, what many people need to learn today. And that was how to depend on others. See, my father always taught me how to be a very independent person. And yes, I do think that independence is important. But it's okay to receive help from people. There are people in the world that want to care for you and love you without using manipulation or wanting something in return. More than that, we have a God that wants to do the same. Through God, I had to learn how to deal with my brokenness in the ways that God wanted me to. And if I'm honest, it definitely was not easy. But it was needed. And although we can't always choose what happens to us, we do have the chance to choose how we're going to respond to it, how we're going to learn from it. You may be dealing with some things right now, and maybe how you've handled it in the past doesn't seem to be working. Maybe it's time to try something new, to learn a new way to process the grief, a new way to process the pain that you're going through. See, through God's word, God can show us new ways and even can bring people into our lives that are going to help us and teach us new ways of dealing with things. When we try to do everything on our own, we can become hardened to the help that God and other people are trying to give us. In those broken moments or seasons, it's very tempting to isolate ourselves, to not want anybody around us. But that's not what God created us for. God created us to have connection with each other through good times and bad. And in these seasons, we may feel lonely, but we're never alone. God is always with us, even when we feel as though the rest of the world has walked out. So if you're experiencing any type of brokenness right now, my question for you is what is something new that you can try to help mend it? Maybe it's praying to God more or reading his word more. Maybe if you're able to, it's getting out of the house and taking a walk. I mean, honestly, that's one of my favorite things to do. When I'm in those moments or seasons of brokenness and I need help mending, when I'm facing something, what I like to do is I take my journal, I take my worship playlist and my headphones, I go to a park that has a bench. Not just a bench, but... An amazing view to where I can just sit there and listen to the worship music and soak in God's presence. What is something that's going to help you? It could be even talking and depending on others and more importantly, depending on God who is the God of all comfort. Second Corinthians one verses three through four says, blessed be the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of mercies and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. The word comfort in the Greek is paraklesis meaning to stand beside a person, encouraging them and helping them, especially in times of trouble. We must learn to take comfort in God and the people that he's put in our lives. And by learning how to do that, we can learn how to comfort others as well. There may be something that you're going through or have gone through that may comfort someone else in the future. There is life beyond what we experience. There's life beyond our brokenness that God is calling us to. And in every season, we can still learn something, including in our seasons of brokenness. Even if that's learning how to handle it or how to think differently, having a different perspective. The new way of thinking is knowing and understanding the truth about God and how he feels about us, believing that we were created for more than what we're going through. To truly mend and to not add on to what is broken, we may have to learn something new. And the last thing to help mend what's broken is to take on our recovery process. After six weeks of being on crutches, I finally got to take my cast off. Yes, I had to have a boot on, but the work wasn't done. And they told me for my foot to be built back up and to be stronger than it was, it was gonna take some exercises. It was gonna take some physical therapy. And my therapist would not let me just stay sitting down. Even when I got frustrated, even when I didn't wanna do it and it caused so much pain, they had me keep going. And even gave me exercises for my ankle to do at home. And trust me, my family made sure that I did them. Was it painful? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's one of the most painful things, honestly, that I've ever dealt with. Physically. But over time, my ankle became stronger and stronger. And within that, there was less pain each passing day. Recovery is not always easy, but it is possible and it is worth it. The recovery stage can be one of the hardest when recovering from any type of brokenness because it means that we're making the choice to not sit in our brokenness, to not live in it. We're making a choice to move forward from what happened in our lives. It's to walk toward the promise of restoration. You know, I couldn't change the fact that I broke my ankle, but I could determine how strong it was going to be based off my recovery process. See, as we begin to move forward and walk into the promise of restoration and healing that God's promised us, we can, if we put our minds to it, get stronger and stronger. It only took me literally a second to break my ankle. That snap was just like that. But it took me weeks to recover and for it to be stronger than it ever was. And while the hurt and injury happens in just one moment, it's up for us to decide how long it's going to take us to recover. Now please hear me, again, there are times to mourn and to not be okay and to process things. In Ecclesiastes 3, Solomon talks about that, how there's a time for everything, that there's a time to weep, there's a time to heal, there's a time to celebrate, there's a time to mourn, there's a time to live the life that God has called us to, And for some of us, that time may be right now in this very moment. How long it takes us to recover depends on how long we want to live with that pain. And we have to decide if we're going to let it control our lives or if we're going to take control of it. Christine Kane has this amazing quote that says, the degree in which you are willing to embrace the pain of recovery is the degree in which you will recover. So whether it's the resting stage or the learning stage or even the recovery stage, to reach that full promise of restoration involves submitting and surrendering to God, to giving Him all the broken pieces. Because this is the fact that God is the ultimate healer. Isaiah 53 verses 4 through 5, this is the New Living Translation, and it's actually quite interesting how they put it. Yet it was our weakness He carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. And so he physically, by going to the cross, Jesus carries our burdens, Psalm 147 verse 3 says that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. In the Bible, God is known as Jehovah Rapha, meaning the God who heals. And like many promises, God has given us the promise of healing in our lives. And because of what Jesus did, we have access to that promise. Are we going to see it right away? Are we going to feel it right away? No. But that doesn't mean that the promise is is there. We may not feel healed or mended. God heals not just physically, but he also heals spiritually, emotionally, and even financially. He's the healer of our hearts and the mender of our wounds. I don't know if you guys have heard this song before. It's kind of an older song. It's by Matthew West, and it's actually called Mended. And it's something that I absolutely love. And the chorus just happens to be my favorite part, mainly because of the lyrics. And so the lyrics go for the chorus. When you see broken beyond repair, I see healing beyond belief. This is God speaking to us, by the way, for how Matthew West created the song. Uh, When you see too far gone, I see one step away from home. When you see nothing but damaged goods, I see something good in the making. I'm not finished yet. When you see wounded, I see mended. And that brings such power and the story behind this song is actually powerful as well because most of Matthew West's music is based off a story that he heard from somebody. And in a web-exclusive video interview for this particular song, he explains the story. He tells us of a woman that sent him a letter. She was a victim of abuse and from growing up with abusive parents to even the men that she saw through sex trafficking. Eventually, she was saved by a Christian organization and was shown the love of God. And because of that, she let God into her heart and was able to be mended from what had broken her for so long. Part of being mended and living the More Than conqueror lifestyle is to see what God has done for you. It's counting the blessings that we have every day. Even seeing it in the gray mist. This chorus is powerful because it's as if Jesus is talking to us. He sees things in us that we can't even see in ourselves sometimes. If we're dealing with any type of brokenness right now, know that God is there for you. It's time that we experience God's power and restoration. Now, restoration according to the dictionary, is defined as the action of returning something to former owner, to a former place of condition. It's also defined as to receive back more than what had been lost. See, by putting the cast on my foot, it was able to be restored back to its original state, and through physical therapy and recovery, it became stronger than it had been before. We don't have to stay broken. We don't have to live in defeat we can rise above it. God wants to take us and restore, and more than that, he wants us to become stronger than we've ever been. There is hope for recovery, and that's through Jesus. Let's be more than conquerors and take these steps to give God all of our burdens and broken pieces, to rest in him, to learn from him, and to recover in his promise of restoration. I really hope you enjoyed today's message. If you have any questions or would like specific prayer, you can reach me on the NTC Movement Instagram page. Today, as we close, I would love to pray for you. God, I thank you for each person listening to this podcast today. I pray for anybody who's dealing with any type of brokenness right now, and I pray for your peace that surpasses all understanding. God, you know exactly what's going on with each person and what they're going through. And I lift each person to you that are, that are broken, whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, or even financial. I pray for your comfort over them. I pray for your restoration over them. And may you help them to regain their strength, their hope, their joy, and whatever it is they need. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe to this podcast. The MTC Movement is available now on Anchor. Spotify, and Apple. You can also follow the MTC Movement Instagram page for updates and announcements. Have a blessed week and remember that you are more than a conqueror.